Before we begin this episode of Megadads Live, I want to take a moment to acknowledge that we here at Megadads stand in solidarity over the opposition of the Supreme Court's decision to repeal the rights of women to have control over their bodies and their health care needs all across this country. We also stand against the signaling of attacks on basic human liberties that seem to be inevitably coming. Women, minorities, the queer community, and other marginalized groups are under attack, and we signal now that we stand with you for your rights as equal citizens of the United States of America. Everyone is welcome here in the Megadads community. Everyone is treated with the same measure of respect and kindness. If these views do not reflect yours, and if you show opposition to the principles outlined in this statement, then the Megadads community just isn't right for you. We will never stand down from our beliefs that everyone should be equal no matter what. If this bothers you and prevents you from enjoying Megadad's content, that's fine. Please take this moment to eat my entire asshole. Nom, 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 nom. Enjoy the show! Megadad's Live is a mature-rated podcast. It's for the Megadads, the Mega Moms, but not the Mega Kids. So put on those earmuffs and let's go! Welcome everyone to Mega Dads Live, your monthly visit to the intersection of where gamer life meets real life, coming to you from the 33rd floor, I can do it, of the newly minted Mega Dads headquarters located in the heart of our nation's capital, Champlin, Minnesota. My name is Adam Leonard. I'm very, very, very excited to be podcasting with my friends again today. Uh, we've been down for a long time. It's been a long time between episodes, and it was a long time between the last episode, too. Uh, so I'm, I'm very pumped. I'm hyper. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. And I'm joined again, like I am for every episode of Mega Dads Live, by my personal assistant who is manning the switchboards, Mabel. Mabel, how are we doing today? <laughs> I know. Nope. I understand. We're all very, very upset with the Supreme Court, um, and we will. We will, we're going to shelf. We're going to shelf that for now. Okay, Mabel. Where's it? No. No. I. No. I understand. No. You got a lot on your mind. I understand, Mabel. Mabel, we're here to provide a little bit of yeah. entertainment and levity to the people. Okay. Mabel, we're live. So just, you cannot go on the record and say those kinds of things. I know. Like we the, will talk later. We will talk later. We are currently on a right watch now. list. <laughs> Adam, okay, if you were Mabel. if you were gonna piss off a, a huge segment of the planet, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, would you want to piss off women and people who can become pregnant? Would you want to do that? I mean, God. would you want to? Do you th- I, uh, this is the dumbest move in the in the universe right. like crossing the rubicon like uh, rapid empire expansion like all the foolish things that men have done let's piss off like women and 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 that like like are you like, kidding me like clarence you- thomas is married like has this fucker never made his wife mad does he not understand what's about to happen like it's it's like going to war with the klingons you know what i mean it's like why are you you have no chance uh, huh. my, my money's on 
my money's on the right side of history. Uh, don't, don't the Klingons like lose all the time? Well, I mean, in the fiction, that's why it's fiction. In the it's real all world, fucking fiction, Antonio. No, in the, <laughs> in the, in the, real, the real world, Klingons have a better record. On paper, they're they never lose. That's all I have to say. It's all on fucking paper. How did it's we the go? Only format in which they exist, and they lose on a regular basis. How did we go from Mabel's fertile womb to the Klingon Empire? What is going on? You right. explain. You tell me. You're the one who took us on this fucking expedition, Captain. <laughs> Mega, <laughs> Mega Dad's Live is brought to you by Fertile Wombs. We, we, you, those voices, by the way, I should introduce you guys proper. Um, those are my co-hosts. Those are my I buddies. Those are my bros. Joining me first is the world-renowned Grammy Award-winning blues pianist, fresh off of his North American tour promoting his new album, Blood in the Water, William T. Schultz. Will, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. You know, uh, recovery from the surgery is going pretty good. You know, uh, you got to suffer for your art sometimes. Uh, the fingers have been fine the whole time. Uh, Blood in the Water was really based on... Um, a terrible kidney stone that just cut up my urethra all the way down. <laughs> and uh, we got that dealt with, but only after the album was done. You know, if I'd gotten that healed up partway through, you know, I would I would have written, you know, only half a good album. So sometimes that pain can bring about inspiration. Yeah. Huh? OK, well, we're not gonna, I can I can tell this is something that, you know, it's it's raw, right? It's still raw, much like your urethra. I think the, the feeling is 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 very I, raw. You know, it's it's mostly scabbed over at this point. <laughs> All right, off topic, but very important. Um, for your memoir, as you're writing your book, is it titled "My Urethra and Me" or "Me and My Urethra"? You know, the title is like the last thing we're gonna figure out. Um, it's not really. <laughs> you know, there's a short list of titles right now, but I'm not really worried about it yet. I, let me let me suggest one. My urethra. And urethra. We'll see. I mean, we're working, we're working on the last chapter of the autobiography now. Uh, the power, the chapter's called "The Power of uh, Incredible Violence," and uh, after that, we're going to get the title worked out. All right, we'll workshop it. Well, also joining us is the man who's famous for selling his bath water on Craigslist, Tony Ravioli. Tony. <laughs> Sales are down. Please go to bathwaterbyme.com. Bathwaterbyme.com. I beg you. We have a 78% off coupon that you can use right now by using code please help. I need to pay bills. Have you considered just calling a pasta water? Oh. Because they always say you should save some of your pasta water. Okay. Our marketing position is open. Uh, but it's open for you, okay? I want you on the team. I need you how marketing. Does your, how does your company feel about out the power there. of incredible violence? Because that's really the energy I'm going for in the next chapter of my life. <laughs> Match made in heaven, Will. Match made in heaven. So how's, how is everybody doing? It's been a long time. It's been a long time. How are we? Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. Super excited. We, uh... We sold our house last month and we bought a house yesterday. So it was, it's one of the most adult things you can do. You know what I mean? Like it, you're, you're 
getting up and you know changing locations and you have to think hey am i gonna live here through the uh the next leg of the <laughs> apocalypse um for the next you know three years it's so important now because i was really like hunkered down in my old home so i'm like what has that comfortable bunker feel so we're we're house hunting and you know we're looking at different things and we we went yesterday to see an estate sale if you don't know what an estate sale is it means that someone has just died and and their property is up for grabs so my dad's dead and i don't want his funko pops come get him <laughs> isn't that the like isn't that such a deceptive like like it sounds so like official and calm estate sale when it's really like the creepiest thing in the world we walk into this house and the realtor is like oh you know i've already gone in i turned on some lights but she looked like weird about it i was like okay you know thank you so she met us there we go in immediately there's like visible cat hair in the air and my wife is oh my super God. allergic so she starts itching like and it's it's like they must have had 46 47 cats in this house it even i started itching and i'm not allergic so we're like okay we go to the uh bedroom uh -huh. right and i'm like okay you know there's old everything you know things look in disrepair it's like like this whatever happened here was is fresh we walk into the bedroom and laying in the middle oh of an empty room is a photograph Bullshit. on the floor in the in the middle of the carpet the realtor walks over, picks it up, kind of like looks at it and shows us. She's like, oh, this this must have been her. That's like a fucking Silent Hill scene. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got out of the house and went somewhere else, right? Dude, we were in there for like 20 minutes, a yellowed photo. And she goes, she goes, um, I'm going to place this over here out of respect. That's what she says. And she puts it on the windowsill, right? So anyway... Did she open the window to let the ghost out? <laughs> no, there, there's like, you know, a rodent trap. There's a roach trap. There's all sorts of things. And, you know, she's trying, she doesn't, she's just like, oh, this has potential. It's going to sell. And I'm like, are you serious? And I'm trying not to freak out. I don't want to say anything too mean. And as we walk out, <laughs> as we walk out, like just before we leave, you hear something fall in the like way back, like three rooms down. And you know, we right, didn't touch it. Right. It's just, I did. I move faster than <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog out there. Dude, house hunting. Be careful out there. People there's, there's estate sales everywhere. People are, there are, there are haunted mansions all around this, that is, this place. So that is I was freaked out. I, I don't even believe in ghosts and, I don't know, man. I felt. I don't believe in ghosts. I'm just terribly afraid of them. I, I got a Mabel vibe from the whole house. Man. Whoa, whoa. Oh, shit. Now you did it. Now you did it. I know you two have, like. It's all right, Mabel. I'm sure you got another, uh, you know, good 10, 20 years left in you. <laughs> I feel like you guys have some sort of. You guys have some sort of thing going on here, don't you? Make it through this episode. I'll buy you lunch, okay? <laughs> so, 
So they're gonna, they're gonna hate fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> a real Sam and Diane vibe that I've got going between Antonio and Mabel. Will, how have you been? I'm all right. I'm all right. Got another dog. Got He's another good. dog. Got another dog. Uh, I didn't even out... know you had a dog. Yeah, like no, a... I do. I had one. I had I one. Now I have two. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we went out to uh, this thing. Um, the Humane Society of Tulsa was giving out free pet supplies and shit. We're like, oh, yeah, whatever. I could use. And we were just like talking about replacing the, my dog's bed because it had been a long time. So we go out there and then they're like, oh, yeah, we're doing free adoptions this week. Oh, no. Oh, they lured you in. They did. They did, and then it worked, and now we have we have uh, Benny, who is the product of a German Shepherd fucking something. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what exactly. Uh, but he's he's a little big, he's a little dumb, but uh, he's gonna do fine here as soon as he quits shitting in the house. Oh, that's it's, right. He's a, yeah. he's a house shitter. He's, um, a little bit. He's doing better. He's doing better. First uh -huh. thing he did, we brought him home. We let him in the house. He went straight into my son's room and took a shit on his favorite shirt. <laughs> oh! <laughs> he pulled it out of the closet. Oh. Laid my it out. Nice my son's flat. eleven. That shit was on the floor. <laughs> wow. So like, you know, it's a win-win at this point because now my son has to keep his shit off the floor. Oh, it's a learning. Because, yeah. See, that's that's this is mega dads has got a tip. So if you have a kid who's having problems keeping his room clean, you just go in there and start shitting on stuff at random. They'll learn right quick. Yeah. Wow. You know, I think dogs shitting on stuff is like the sign that they they like, you know, where they are. It's like, I'm going to lay roots here. So I think that you guys are making that connection. I think he looked, at, he looked around and he's like, you know what? This is home now. <laughs> It's a sign of comfort and bonding. I suppose. I suppose. Big old steam and deuce. Now, well, if only you know he would like. He, this dog, all he shits like a man. It's like massive. I'm like, fuck. Like it's a big, it's a big dog. Like we have lap dogs, so if they, you know, if they poo somewhere, it's like not, you know, like Godzilla came through there. But big dogs, I don't understand how people do it. Like that's not an accident. I mean, I that's don't understand how he did it. Yeah, like it's <laughs> like like. Physically, like yeah, like si physically, size like, and scale wise, like you, how did that come out of there? Yeah. Huh? Like Benny, are you okay? <laughs> Is this why German shepherds get hip dysplasia? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, I had a mental image. I was like, whoa. Um, whoa. Well, with with that transition, we're gonna go into our super positives because we start every episode of Mega Dad's Life after we talk about you know ghosts and dog shit. Uh, with things that are bringing us joy, things that are bringing us energy. And my God, could we use a little bit of joy and energy right now in the world? So we're going to start with... Mega Dad's being super positive! I'll, I'll go first since you guys uh, let us off with the stories. Uh, we did board game night in our house last night. And I don't... Oh, fuck yeah. I, I, I am not like a typical tabletop board game board game kind of guy, but there is one board game that I will I will go to town on anytime somebody suggests we play Clue, and nice. I don't know 
I don't know when the last time you guys played Clue with. And I don't know when mm -hmm. the last time you played Clue with a couple of kids. <laughs> it's been a long time since we've played Clue because no one wants to play with me because I win. Oh, <laughs> oh man, Elliot got super pissed when I when I solved last <laughs> night. Um, but uh, so we're playing Clue. It is it is my wife and Nora, our four year old. They're on a team because Nora doesn't have the mental capacity to figure out a game sure. about solving murder. Uh, and then Elliot, our, our eight-year-old, and then me. And we're playing the game, and Elliot made a guess um, in one of the rooms, and I showed his guess was Colonel Mustard, and I had the card. So I show him Colonel Mustard, all sly, like like you do in Clue, like you got like the, the secret of life in your hands, you know, make sure nobody else sees it. And uh, I'm all super suave about showing him the card, and he's like, oh, I haven't seen his card before. He says, <laughs> says it all loud and looks over at my wife, who clearly then knows what card I just showed him. And uh, it's like, fucking idiot. <laughs> 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 but also, like, like, I love playing games that have strict rules with kids that don't understand the rules at all. And then they just inadvertently <laughs> torpedo the game. Uh, so, I mean, I just, I love the game. And I love the experience of, of teaching uh, kids games about... And he's, like, looking at all the weapons. He's like, how is a candlestick a weapon? And like, you bludgeon somebody over the head with it. How is a rope a weapon? And then you wrap it around their throat, and then you strangle them until they can't breathe anymore. And we just, like, went through each one. Finally, he shows me the revolver. I'm like, it's a gun! Like, if there's... If <laughs> we live in America. You know, you yeah, know. you know about this. You know how a gun... Well, no, now the problem is it's a revolver... It's not an assault weapon. <laughs> yeah, they got a modernized clue with an AR-15. Yeah. Just imagine the sales skills on the guy who pitched Clue. So he walks in, right? It's 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 the meeting, and he's like, all right, I got it. You know the game that we've been trying to make for children? Murder. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah. Bye, Joe, Billy. You're getting a raise. <laughs> we need have you, you. Have you seen? Go on. I'm sorry. Senior VP of Violent Ideas. <laughs> oh my God. No, you're right. And you're just like explaining how to murder with different objects. You. This is parenting. Have they seen the film Clue yet? I told. Oh I, my God. I was last night after we finished that round. I'm like, we're watching this movie this weekend. Oh it's a long God, weekend. We have to. It's so it's good. So good. He, I, I know it's just perfect, and he hasn't seen it Classic. yet. I'm like, we, we're watching that shit for sure. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go next because my thing was gonna be my dog, but then I fucking talked about it as a story, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say board games too because I want to talk about a very similar <gasps> game um, called Kill Doctor Lucky. Oh, <gasps> murder! Yeah, it's, I love it's it. like Clue, <laughs> but you're doing the murder, and like you gotta, yeah, you you get cards and things. Um, you'll get weapons, you'll get locations and all this other shit. And you need to get Dr. Lucky into a room, make sure no one else can see you and then do the murder. And like, you can get a, like, certain weapons are worth more points and whatever. Uh, the one that sticks out to me, uh, one of the weapons in that game is a fucking broomstick. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that goes, that goes up the butt. That goes up the oh. butt. That goes up the butt. Then it goes to Denture Town. Um, Oh my god, that so, hurts. Yeah, so, like, so this game takes place like in a mansion too, just like Clue? Yeah, yeah. It's it's very much Clue, but you do the murder. But it is a little harder. Uh, certainly if your kids don't get Clue, it's not it's not time for Kill Dr. Lucky yet. But 
but if awesome, you though. if you want yeah if you want to take the step up kill dr lucky is is fucking great it's it's, it's a lot of fun wow and it, the weapons are a lot more inventive and creative than in clue <laughs> i believe there is also a cannon and a chainsaw Oh, yeah. Doctor Lucky, man. like, it's he not going to be an open casket. He for pissed Dr. off some Lucky. folks. He did. He did. Like, he's done every like all the characters that you get to pick from. He's wronged them all in some way. Wow. It's it's great. It's kind of a wonderful twist on the on the subject. Guys, I think we have to rein in the the violence in our kids what teams. part of I mean, i'm not even... part of the uh, no this isn't marketed to kids this is <laughs> this is adult nerd board game shit mr ravioli adult adult murder fantasies okay got it i'm on board i'm on board i had a game that i was saving the from Supreme the beginning <laughs> <laughs> i had a game uh, a card game that i was saving from before covid and, you know i was like oh i bought it and i'm like oh we'll play and then there was no other like you know interaction for like uh about a year and a half you know stuff like that so my my daughter was like oh can i you know she found it she's like open open and she just started tearing up my new game that i never played just like just drawing on like literally ruin it yeah she you know she she had fun with it but you know it served a purpose right somebody had fun what game was it uh clash of clash of the cards I have it right here. Oh, I, don't, I, have the, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that thing. is. It's, so it's I have cool. Else to contribute. It's, it's kind of like it's like spades, uh, like high high card wins, but like a card battler game. But it's like fantasy themed, so like dragons. Oh my god! I got I've got I've got a card game that I bought on sale, but no one will play with me. Hang on, I'm gonna go get it. This is gonna work. <laughs> this is gonna work great for the audio format of the show. Hang on. I will. Um, this is the Final Fantasy trading card game. Oh, no fucking way. What? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Dude, show me. Show no. Me the box. Show me no, the box. No, it's... No, I mean, the box is just this. It's just a box. Um, no, it's a cool You can box. buy it. You can buy individual decks, or you can buy... Uh, I bought this, a two-player starter set. This one's mm. Final Fantasy XIV, because it was on sale, and I love Final Fantasy XIV. Um, no, there's a... Oh, my God. Adam. Hmm? There's a seven set with a cloud deck and a Sephiroth in it. I'm googling this immediately. Yeah. What is it called? Um, it's just the Final Fantasy card yeah, game. Yeah, you can it. buy it from um, Square's store. Well, so it's like seven hundred dollars. No, it's one of the cheaper things on the Square Enix online store. Which is, man, I I am not wealthy enough to be a fan of this fucking company because half no the shit kidding. on this website costs a fucking fortune. They had like that new buster sword alarm clock that's like eight hundred dollars oh my god okay no, like... anytime, anytime it's a clock even <laughs> if it's just a watch just don't even look at it man yeah there was this oh, there was this incredible watch for um what the not the new expansion but the one before for final fantasy 14 it was like all black the numbers and hands were purple i loved it it's like six hundred dollars yeah. and i was like nope obscene yeah, I don't. I'm po I'm positive about Will's taste. <laughs> That's my <laughs> good job, Will. Good, uh... good. All right, should we move into the rules, guys? We've got some rules, some games that we play here on Mega Dads. First one is everybody's favorite, the Mega Dads hot take. 
every episode, we all have one consumable hot take. If we have something extra spicy, an opinion that we don't want to argue about, nobody nobody can refute it or talk back to us, we can drop one of these. Hot take. And feel free to, uh, to vent about that opinion without any talk back from the chat. Uh, Megadad's Dictionary. Every month I go online and I find a new term or phrase from the internet that I'm not privy to and probably you guys aren't either because they're obscure as fuck. And it's up to us to use them throughout the course of conversation in the show. If we do it successfully, you're gonna hear this sound right here, indicating that we did it right and we get a point. And Antonio, uh, what do we get to spend those points on? Uh. It's a spray that you put on dog shit <laughs> that makes it completely disappear. It's called vaporize. So if if you have a massive dog newly brought home that you're that's joining the family that really enjoys the new space, you go tss, tss, and the poop just disappears. That sounds highly toxic. That sounds yeah. dangerous. Um, th- yeah, there's a reason it. nobody invested on Shark Tank. <laughs> And our phrase this month is... From shit to sugar. Yay! Now, have you guys heard from shit to sugar? No. Is this a drug? Is this how you make the drugs? It is is (laughs) taking a bad situation and coming out on top and making it a good experience. Okay. So it's like when life gives you lemons you see but both of those things are fairly a- appealing and like a lemon and lemonade I, if shit could really turn to sugar would you put it in your coffee i don't drink coffee i mean i don't put sugar <laughs> in my coffee all right any anyway, moving on <laughs> i can't do science with you guys if you won't <laughs> play it's by not the my rules. fault that you don't appreciate bean juice enough to leave it alone all right, let's let's get in. We've, we've been talking a long time here. I want to talk about some video games. It's been a long time since the last episode of Mega Dad's Live, and we've all been playing a lot of shit. It's time to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge is an arcade brawler developed by Tribute Games, and it's available now for the Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Now, let's let's talk about a little turtle history here. I think I'm the oldest one here. Were you guys, as kids, were you into classic turtles? Or were you into, like, one of the many, many reboots and reimaginings of turtles? I assume we were all fans of turtles growing up, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got into it with the 1980-whatever mm-hmm. movie. Um, and then TV show um, with that classic hand-drawn you know, animation. Um, I I know there was anime at some point, like a MAGA, Magna. What is it called? I, I think it's just a fucking comic book, Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was like a dark thing at some point too. So right around I think that. the original, the original comics were quite gritty, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Black and white, bloody. It couldn't, yeah, no something pizza, happened. <laughs> or if there was, yeah, it wasn't some... like Cowabunga Pizza. Right. Something happened to make that movie happen. So yeah, but yeah, right around there is when I got into it. Classic man, love the turtles. Will, what's your yeah, upbringing um, with turtles? All about 
that first TV series, man. That was what I watched. Um, that's what all my toys and shit came from. I cannot remember a ton of them anymore. I definitely had action figures that like were kind of like Transformers, but they only turned from like Ninja Turtles oh, to regular Turtles. Oh it was yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I had that. Oh um, my god, good one, good one. Will. And weirdly oh, enough, I, this one sticks out. I had like an Olympics themed Raphael that you could wind <laughs> his arms back, and he would swim in water. That was one, yeah. <laughs> there there yeah. were some really weird variants oh, dude, yeah. of the old turtle figures. Um, they had fun with it, oh, yeah. man. They had fun. Oh, yeah. And you know, it's it's good that we're all on the same page because this game, Shredder's Revenge, is drawing directly drawing from that original cartoon and yeah. that action Sweet. figure line to the point where as I was playing this game with my entire family, and you can see our review on the YouTube page or you can listen to the... Uh, the podcast version of the review but i played through this whole game with my family and every boss character that came out in this game i'm like i had that toy i had that toy i had that toy oh man i was a turtle freak i was obsessed with ninja turtles growing up um i remember the really shitty like nabisco cookies that they had there was a there was a lucky charms knockoff cereal for ninja turtles so like i have this weird um, dormant knowledge of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And as I was playing this game, like it was just the, uh, what do they call those endorphins in my, in my mind <laughs> that, that most people, you know, get triggered with like LSD and shit. For me, that was this game where I was just loving every level, every enemy, every location. Fucking you come up against, um, uh, what's, What's what's the name of the chick you're looking for her diaries? Was it Irma? Uh, Irma. I don't remember exactly who that character was, but like I know she was in the cartoon. They got Vernon from the cartoon. They got those little frog guys like Mondo Gecko and all those. I was just yeah. like, I remember all these fucking characters in in some form or function. And uh, on top of that, the game is damn great. It's mm -hmm. amazing. Talk I've already done the review on this game, so I want to hear you guys kind of break down how you feel about the actual gameplay in Shredder's Revenge. Antonio, you've been playing this too? I have not sat down and played it because uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to wait. I'm trying to wait for my brother, who we grew up together, on it to experience together couch co-op yeah. uh, instead of like waiting for online, and the reverence that they've, you know put into the game you, you when do you hear about such a huge classic ip like that treated with just you know where they just nail it from, I'm, I'm so glad from that, the load that they screen, worked out the intro like oh my god the animated intro to this game and the remix the original voice actors the original right voice that, actors? that are built, like oh man it is just like it is is curated to folks like us who just never grew up for the last 30 years. Will, tell me about your experience with this game. It's phenomenal. Um, no, it's 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 fantastic. It is a kid's game marketed at old men. So, you know, <laughs> right here, I'm your guy. Um, and it's 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 great because uh, I my son, what uh, he didn't watch the old cartoon or anything, but we did. I did um, some not exactly legal things to my Super Nintendo Mini, and I put uh, Turtles in Time on it. And and he absolutely loved playing that game. 
So he was excited about this from the get-go. But uh, he's absolutely loved it. Uh, I love it. The the upward strike where you can jump and attack at the same time is my single favorite thing in the game. There, um, there's, there's a lot of really great, like, simple, common-sense gameplay improvements mm -hmm. where, like, it, it feels like... It's it's kind of like, you know, those remakes of those really old games where it's like, this is what I remember in my brain this being like. So yeah. there's all sorts of really cool combos and you can like level up your character and, and experience mm -hmm. new attacks and stuff, which is the way like the game just naturally progresses from what that core concept yeah. was. And like you only really get you get more super meters and you can do your super when you jump, but like you don't unlock core pieces of like your bread and butter combos and stuff you have all the pieces you need to be successful from the get-go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the one thing, the one problem my son has with it is like every time I'm like, hang on a minute, this looks like we can break this door open. We break it open and someone comes out and he's like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> who the hell is this? Baxter Stockman, duh. <laughs> level two, level two is called Big Apple 3 p.m. Which oh. is, uh, you know, the you know, it's very, very similar to Turtles in Time, like level like one, Big Apple 3 a.m. Um, and he he just sat there and he freaked out about that for several minutes. And that was very cool. Wow. It's been a callback. Yeah, he did. He freaked out about a callback to a Super Nintendo game. So raise him up. Right. Will. Yeah. Raise him up. Right. I, I like the advanced six player, like the advanced features, like six player, um, you know, being included and the different modes where you can kind of just breeze through arcade style or, or play it in the unlockable way where you go through but also like earn upgrades i think was really smart i can't wait to do that i i have one big complaint just generally about the reception i've i've not heard even in the reviews that given the the game like a seven or eight out of ten like I've not heard any substantial complaints. So I was really wondering why it wasn't considered like across the board, like a masterpiece. It got some, but I, I was even watching the reviews and reading things and people's thoughts. Are there any glaring issues with the game? Like anything that holds it back? Nobody's been able to articulate to me why this isn't like, you know, a masterpiece, okay. why it might not be. Will you want to so, take that? Yeah, I can take that. Um, Here's the thing, like, for me, it doesn't. It doesn't have any super glaring issues. But at the end of the day, it is just a very simple 2D side-scrolling beat-em-up game. It's pretty short, which is good mm -hmm. and bad. You know, it doesn't outstay its welcome or anything. And, you know, as such, the story is very secondary. There's, you know, it's exactly what it needs to be to be, you know, it's exactly what they were going for, but it's not exactly the kind of thing that's going to stick in the minds of people who don't have pre-existing experience with this property. Oh, um, heathen. This is, <laughs> this is a game for Understood. guys in their, in their 30s and 40s and beyond who watched this cartoon when they were kids. And for them, it's it's great. But even for me, I don't think I would give it a perfect score just because, you know, it. It's what I wanted it to be, but it's not everything I want a video game to be. Yeah, I think it just kind of has a limited a potential as what the side scrolling beat em up is. It, it is I, the pinnacle of what it can be, 
but it's just kind of an outdated game concept, honestly. You know how comedies and horror, like, it's like they don't win best picture, right? It's always like a drama. It's always yes, like that. Exactly. A, a war epic. Yeah. And I don't think that's fair. And I think you've explained it completely why I was seeing the scores I did because I just didn't get it. And depending on your nostalgia level, it seems, which is a huge part of the game, you know, I think there were just some heathens out there who did not respect what was going on and they're like, eh, well, like even, I'm like even if you don't have any uh connection to the IP like mechanically and just like the gameplay and the fun of it all is very solid like yeah, I, you'll still I, have a good time yeah you'll still absolutely have a good time because it is a great just like at its core uh, it is a fantastic beat-em-up absolutely so it's like protected sex it's good <laughs> But it could be better. Oh man! I'm sorry. Oh, man. No, 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 use it, protection. It, it, it just it is it's it's in its by its own nature it is a niche product. You know, it's like it's super fun even if you don't know this property. But if you don't know classic Ninja Turtles, then nearly everything about the window dressing is going to be completely lost on you. Love it. You're not going to uh, give a shit while you're collecting videotapes for Vernon or anything. <laughs> I, mm -hmm. One of my favorite things that I have to call out is the high five button. Uh, <laughs> at, oh, wow. At any, point, at any point in this game, any of your characters can go up to the other one. You push uh, L1 or I guess left bumper on an yeah. Xbox. Yeah. Uh, and you will high five that character and give them one of your health bars. Oh, and, not, not a bar like you give them like one hp or something it's not right. a whole health bar right 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 not the Still. full right so yeah. and you can do Whoa. that as much as you want even if they're not more hurt so like you could drain your life if you keep high-fiving this character you, you can't kill yourself with it you can kill yourself with it but you can go all the yeah. way down and drain your life to the bottom just mm -hmm. by repeatedly high-fiving uh other characters it is just like we we discovered it on accident uh, as I think, as I think a lot of the stuff in this game do, and I'm like, oh, cool, I'm high fiving you, high five again, high five. Oh, I'm almost dead. <laughs> I think that was just Man. so cool. Is there a, is there a physical of this, or yes. is it just a download? Limited, limited run. Right. I want to talk about the physical. Thank you, Antonio. Do it. Um, do it. Get limited physical. run games, uh, which is a company that gets gets licensing and stuff to put out physical copies of digital games. They've been more and more, you know, aggressive about their stuff. I love what they're doing. I really like it it's from a preservation standpoint. They went all out with the physical edition of this game. There's a pretty neat collector's edition, but even if you just get the regular, in the box is a real coupon for a Pizza Hut personal pan pizza. No. Yes. Does it work? <laughs> Um, no it's supposed way. to. I think it's supposed I'm to. Like, well, you don't use it. Um, you keep no, that you in keep glass. That. And they did that just because, like, I think it was like Turtles 2 on the NES had one when you bought it. Mm, oh my god. Delicious. <laughs> I, I, I love I will say this game, like, has absolutely sold me on getting that Cowabunga collection whenever it comes out. Like, oh yeah. I, I, I was, you know, I was probably 50 50 on it before, but now I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm getting that. This is the year of the Turtles. I mean, at the same time, though, like, this game is better than those games. It is. It is. Absolutely. <laughs> but I, I feel like, like, I, I think everybody kind of remembers, like, those Konami arcade games. But I want to remember, like, what was the, what was, there was a fighting game, right? There was a 2D fighter? Yeah, Tournament Fighters. 
Tournament fighters, like I wanna I wanna relive some of that stuff, if only to just kind of like relive it for five, ten minutes and move on. But right. um yeah, it's great. It is really great. And it's it's just such a feel-good experience, especially if you're you're doing that couch co-op. Um I, I had it I had an amazing time playing this with my family. Did you did you ever jump online and play at six player, Adam? I have not played any online. Um, I really want to do so, but I can only imagine that's got to be controlled chaos. It's beautiful chaos is what it it is. Controlled is not the right word. It is (laughs) constant supers everywhere. (laughs) It is absolutely wonderful in six player. Okay, so you're you're bearing the lead. Most important, who's your character? Who's the best turtle? However you want to tackle it. Adam. My favorite turtle has always been Leonardo. Um, I respect leaders and <laughs> pe- and people that have a, a cool and calm head and can, and like that's always been my turtle since day one is Leonardo. Leonardo mains have protected sex and only protected <laughs> sex, okay? Missionary style. Will, who's the best turtle? <laughs> um... I usually play Michelangelo. Raw dog in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a button that you can press. Um, the game calls it meditating. If your if you're super is empty, you can press the right shoulder button. You can do a short animation and you get a super bar filled up. Oh. Uh, Michelangelo's is he just kind of does a little dance <laughs> for no discernment. <laughs> and it makes me laugh. Cool. And I think, I think nut, nunchucks make for cool combos. Yeah. So yeah, no, the, and when you the do when you do the, the jumping movie. attack, he just jumps and spins around. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All his animations yeah. give me the the feel good chemicals I need. Donatello mains like me are generous lovers, and that's all I have to say about it. Yeah. No, I you're, feel like you're generous oh. lovers like in your head, but like you don't actually have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy okay, reading yeah, books. That's all, that's all fair. That's a, the the non turtle playable characters are also a lot of fun. Yes. Casey Jones, oh, yeah. Splinter, and April. They're all crazy fun. April is like a combo machine. Mm, I nice. feel like all we need is a Raphael and then we've got like we've got our group guys. We gotta do this. We gotta um, play through this game. Do, they don't they don't have the female sister, I think it's a stepsister turtle. Do you remember that? They there was like a uh don't, we don't we don't a, talk about Venus. A, Venus. We don't talk about that. Yeah. We don't talk about that show. She was in a. She, was it a live action yeah. thing? I don't even remember. Jesus I don't even Christ. remember. Yeah, Ooh, no, it's, fifth it's turtle. fucking wild. No. That, that would be a. That would There's be a throwback. A we don't talk about it. Yeah. All right. Well, that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. That's like the hot game of the moment. But Antonio's been playing hot, hot, hot. a very new, like, like just came out game. Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak is an action RPG developed by Capcom, and it's available now for the Nintendo Switch and the PC. Are you the guy who bought this game on Switch and PC? This Monster Hunter thing? Yeah. All right. So Monster Hunter Rise was the was a, a breakout hit for Nintendo, and they eventually released on PC. So I bought because they were releasing um, the PC version as a 
purchase Rise and the upcoming huge expansion Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. So when they, as soon as they announced it and it went up, I told myself I'm getting the PC version and that's where I'll play from now on because the Switch was, you know, kind of underpowered and it, it the PC version has ultra wide support and you know I'm fortunate enough to have a ultra wide monitor and just a game like that the performance increase it just makes it look so amazing um so I did play a bit on that uh and I was waiting for the big sunbreak expansion which comes out as a two days ago so interestingly enough when I did play um on switch and then moved over to pc I really had to have a come to parenting moment where I had to be realistic and I'm like I need this game to be played on the go handheld like when I have time uh, in the living room move it to the other room while the baby's eating you know get in a, a hunt and uh, get in a session here and there and I just am not able to play that way on PC you know the, the desktop's where it is and and I made the hard decision to go back to Switch. So I had more progress than Switch. <laughs> the sacrifices <as> well. <laughs> you make. <laughs> well, it was, you know, in order to prepare yourself for this big expansion, you have to play about, I would say, like 20, 25 hours. It, it really flies by. It's such a nice experience. You know, you have to get to what they call a rank eight. So you have to beat the, you know, the story part of the game. Um, you can do that, though teaming up in online lobbies that are filled with random people and the community is great the objectives of killing the monster is pretty straightforward so it doesn't detract from the game and that's what i've been doing for the last two weeks is preparing myself for the big expansion and i'm right on the edge there i was not able to start it two days ago sunbreak so i'm just really pumped to get to it i'll have more to talk about it you know, next month, once I sink my teeth in, I'll try to do some type of review or impression. But Adam, have you tried Monster Hunter, either Monster Hunter World, which is on console and PC or Rise? No, World World got me interested. Um, World, my looks... brother in Christ, it's part of the PlayStation Plus collection. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks gorgeous and interesting. But every time I have like gotten on the precipice of trying one of these games uh it's the same thing and will's gonna really hate me right now but it's the same thing with final fantasy 14 where i watch somebody play it and i'm just like holy shit this looks so dense and so incredibly complicated and i can't even from like a passive um just as like a viewer like i don't know what's going on i don't know what's happening with the game and i feel like I don't have the patience or really the faculties at this point to understand a game like this in order to appreciate it. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at you. What you're saying is real and true and honest, and I appreciate that. You're just disappointed. That said, <laughs> I will be your Sherpa, Adam. All you have to do is download the game and ask. You think I don't have gear sets? For friends of all skill levels i don't I've even know one. i don't even know I've what that means <laughs> i've got i've got weapons and equipment that's going to make you pull your weight i've got weapons and equipment that's going to protect your delicate ass from getting reamed <laughs> by a fire-breathing tyrannosaurus well see that's just i the will thing. help like, you when i watch trailers for this game i'm like holy crap this looks insane 
But then I watch somebody actually play it and I'm like, well, what's going on? Like, what wh what is all the stuff? And it just... So it's it's such a unique game. The, the more that I like got into it, because I did play Monster Hunter World as my first real dive on Xbox and then moved over to Rise. The first thing you have to know is Rise is incredibly beginner friendly and they cut out... There are two main parts of the game. It's you hunt the monster, like track it down, and then you go ahead and fight it. So it's a big boss battle against dinosaur-looking creatures and lizards and flying things and spiders and all sorts of movie monster-type things. And they're so, you know, unique, and they have their own behaviors and attacks, and it's all about learning what their behaviors are and then um, fighting with your unique weapon. And you could use heavy, slow hammers, quick dual-wielded, like, blades you could use very unique things like a bow and arrow that shoots uh different types of ammo or a you know a little mini gun basically there's a lot and the the two parts of the game in rise they they pretty much get rid of all the oh like track down its its path and and find out where it is on the map the maps are a lot easier to traverse and they give you a mount where it basically points an arrow and you say go and within a few moments of, you know, getting to the monster, you are fighting. So it's to the action very quick. And this is a incredibly easier way to get into the series. And I would tell anybody to start with Rise. Um, it loses some of that, you know, it, uh, you know, that aspect of the game if you liked it. But it's so entertaining. When you find the weapon that fits your play style whether again you you love hard hitting weapons that are real slow and impactful or you know quick or whatever you want to be you want to be agile they've added ways for you to jump in the air very easily i would give rise a chance um it's a fighting game you have combos with your weapons and it's a boss battle game and it's it's a very large you know enemy let me ask, that you're fighting let me let me ask this is this game like is the fun really dependent on playing with others online or can you enjoy it single? You can totally enjoy it solo. Okay. Yeah, I actually have sometimes a better time playing solo in a sense because I can really focus on what's in front of you. As you know, with any game like that, it gets very flashy when there's lots of people and you can totally just focus on the monster in you um, during a multiplayer session, but it just gets a little flashy where it's like, okay, you don't have to worry too much about what the other people are doing. There's like moments where, okay, if you're getting really into the game, you know that, okay, I should let this person attack right now and I should sit back for a second. There's a little bit of that. Um, there are items that you could use to power up your teammates that are around you and stuff. So I had like a lot of people lately, maybe it's the great community, but they'll like throw down items for me out of nowhere and at the right time. And that's just an expert player kind of like knowing what needs to be done to, you know, do the team effort. And it's a loot thing. So when you kill the monsters, you use their parts, uh, kill or capture the monsters, you use their parts for cooler looking stuff. And you end up looking super cool. Um, the expansion's supposed to add like 30 monsters or something like that, which is like a bread and butter of the game, different combos and skills you can use. Um, I highly recommend it in my grind to getting ready for Sunbreak. I fell in love again. I say go for it, and I'll have more to say, you know, next month. Will, 
we gotta play. We do. We, we gotta. We do. Gotta play, man. Yeah, play. All I right. gotta get some break first, but yeah, we gotta play. No, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm still on base rise, the Monster Hunter Rise game. So it's, it's, it's so fun, so fun. Highly recommend. Try it out it if is. you can. Just, just because I can't leave well enough alone. Um, do it, <laughs> do it. I will. How fucking good is Capcom's RE engine? Because that's what Rise mm-hmm. runs on. It runs oh, on really R. Yes, Rise runs on the RE engine. On the Switch. On the Switch. Weird. That is a fantastic engine. It's so fucking oh, good. Okay, so what is happening on screen with like a big monster with all these effects with four people hunting online, and the you know there's frame rate dips and things like that. Yes, but for how good it looks, like I'm playing on a 4K docked and you know i you know downgraded from the pc version but man it is so amazing compared to the way that other things run and the other other things look on the switch how good it holds up i mean it's yeah, the, the scaling on this engine is fantastic it's they are juicing every drop out of that machine they are juicing it <sighs> yeah. to make it look as good it is it's one of the best games on switch period and in a lull time where i've been definitely out of love the honeymoon's over with the switch it brought me back where i was like okay the only thing that would t- tear me away eventually is a steam deck playing the pc version then i gotta do it all over again you'll see you'll see all right all right well you guys have both got a game on here i'm kind of surprised um but i guess it just came out multi-platform for everything this is a game that's been on playstation for a long time but you guys have both been playing fall guys Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout is a battle royale game developed by Mediatonic and it's available now for the Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Just went free to play as well? Am I understanding that right? Yes, sir. All right, Will, tell me about this. You are a bean man and you have a <laughs> bean plan. It is to get to it is to complete compete with other bean men in Elimination-style competitions to win a crown and wear it for a victory screen, and then you do it some more. Um, it's been PlayStation, PC. I really liked it when I played it. I was one of the uh, beta testers for this game on PC. I've loved it from, like, day negative 20, whatever. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, as you do, I kind of petered out on it. Didn't play it for a few years and then they've added more and more stages and seasons and stuff like that. So then um, they put it out multi-platform and it went free to play. And then that was like, my son found out about that. He's like, oh, dude, I want to play Fall Guys. And I was like, yeah, all right, we'll wait it out. He wants to play it on his Switch because he's got his own Switch Lite. And then it also has cross-platform now. So oh. I can play with him from the PlayStation. It has cross-platform and cross-progression now. Which is <gasps> which is great. Ooh. Yeah, so I've got all my shit. I've mostly played on PC because I played with like one a friend who only has PC stuff, and uh, so all my PC stuff is now on my PlayStation. I can play with whole family. They all like it, and it's really good. And uh, let's see, since I owned the game going in before it went free to play, I got the season pass. Hmm. I don't know that I'm going to finish it because it's massive. I don't know how long it is either. It doesn't have an end date on it. But if I can get 
to the end, I could have a Mecha Godzilla costume. <laughs> oh, oh, not worth its weight in gold. I'm like, oh, oh man, oh shit, that's good. So the the crux of this game is get to the end of the obstacle, basically, right? Like it's a, it's like uh, let's get to the end or survive, basically. It's one of the two. Okay. And so an obstacle course, think an obstacle course uh, for some levels where it's get to the end. And then the other one is like hazards are around, don't fall off and, and all that. So up to 60 players compete. And like with the race, if you at, at, like in the first round, if you're one of the first 40 people or whatever to cross the line, you get to go to the next one. If not, you have to go out and start another lobby and go again. But um, that's the battle royale nature. So it keeps like after each run, each, each game, um, you might get to the end. And there's team games and stuff what? Uh, that you could join together. Antonio, what's the appeal of this game for you? What's the core of the joke? Um, well, before I forget, the music it sounds like Splatoon. <laughs> like it's if you like that like i couldn't stop doing that i meant yeah, i got stop. i got a great analogy for adam real quick and then i'll let you go antonio all right adam you you just played ape escape again on playstation yeah. plus premium yeah uh-huh so mm. uh the race stages where you race you're the blue-haired kid who's been hypnotized yep a game that is very much that but with like everything is very bubblegum colored, very pastel and very stylized. Yeah. You do that, you get to the end and like Splatoon music plays the whole time. <laughs> Love it. So Adam, you've not played this at all. I played this for about a couple of days when it was on the free, uh, what, what do they call the PlayStation thing? The PlayStation plus they had it as like one of the free download yeah, games. It was one like of a, the free ones at launch. Like a, like a year or so ago. And I downloaded it and I played it and I did not like it at all. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. With your kids or just alone? What's that? With your kids at all? No, too? just myself. And I'll tell you, okay, I'll you tell you the that. problem that I had with the game. And it's a problem that I've, I've identified with a certain type of game where it's like moving out is another one of these examples where it's like, watch Fuck your character. That <laughs> right. That's exactly, nah. exactly how I feel about that game as well. Fuck that game. Um, where I feel like I am moving forward, but I'm bouncing off so much stuff and I seem to have so little control over what I'm actually doing. I feel like I'm just like on a, a treadmill and ricocheting off shit, and maybe I get to the end, and maybe I don't, but it's not ultimately up to me. It's just kind of like, it's just happenstance. I don't know if the game's changed a lot since then, but I found the experience to just be very frustrating because I would be going, and then like 50 guys would, would pile into me and knock me off a ledge, or, or a thing would hit me that I wouldn't see coming, and I just, okay. I didn't feel like I had the right amount of control for me to enjoy it. I am equipped to answer this criticism. All right. All right so you played you played it when it came out because it launched on PlayStation Plus. You yep. Know, same time as PC. All right. That is very much a big problem with early Fall Guys. Okay. Most of the stages that they've added in really address that issue, and you don't bunch up the same way. Good. Okay. Um, okay. It's it's a lot easier to get around. Um, 
But yeah, early on, especially in some of those first maps, and still today, if you if you're just back in like the densest part of the pack at like the very beginning of stage one or something, it can be a little rough. But you do disperse a lot more evenly now. There are a lot fewer outright bottlenecks. Okay. Um, the worst offender in like launch Fall Guys being the uh, the seesaw race, where there are like platforms that you know you weigh them down on each side or something, and then inevitably people forget how fucking science works and they just keep, they just keep one like they just keep jumping on yeah. one end and it's like sticking up at like an 88 degree angle or something and yeah. everybody's clumping up because nobody can go mm -hmm. that doesn't happen so much anymore okay my son I downloaded can, can this because he heard that it was you know there's all the new stuff they've been advertising and stuff so i i have it downloaded again i'm willing to give it another try okay i and just remember being yeah, I just remember being really frustrated by the fact that, like, I'm I am not able to affect the outcome of this shit. I got it. It's, it's most everywhere. of the new stuff, most of the new stages now, even if you don't necessarily get through the top path or I hesitate to say optimal path, the one in front of you, you fall down. There is alternate routes to go through. You can keep going on most of the newer stages. It's not necessarily start over. It's OK. Now you're on the lower path and it's a little different. I think I think you'll find that has improved a little bit. Okay. The whole point of it is not um, like you want to win, but I wouldn't be hardcore about success and trying to win every time. It's not that type of game. The one thing I wanted to make sure that I said is that it deserves to be in the party game Hall of Fame with the multiplayer options it has now, pick up and play, ease of the platforming, because all you're doing is moving jumping and you could also jump and kind of dive um that's like the bulk of it um you could also grab people if you want to um you don't really even have to so it's a game for families and and incredibly simple and family friendly so it when i played recently after the updates i was so impressed by the performance um the way that it is now on xbox and i we couldn't stop playing i was playing with a group and we just said it was we usually like play a multiplayer game and bounce and play like three and three hours. We just couldn't stop playing. It was just fun. And the pure fun party game uh, aspect of it, it's it's in the realm of like something like a Rocket League or like Smash Brothers or something that's just like to me now, if I pull this out to anyone new to games or not, they're going to have a good time. It's just too simple to get. Um, but I would not try to master this game. There's like an achievement for like five wins in a row or something. They call it, you know, you getting yeah, a crown. Fuck that. There's, yeah, like <laughs> don't don't do that. Don't try to do that. What is wrong with I you? Guess a, maybe you could do it, and it wouldn't be the craziest, most difficult thing in the world if you did it with like I'm, a I'm, full squad of like four guys, and you're playing a squads game. Yeah, yeah it's so fun the squads. Anyway, we'll we'll get you into it, Adam. It's it's highly recommended to, from from both of us. I, I, I I'll say. definitely give it another try. Like I said, I. I, it's well, it's free, so like, why not? But um, we've got it downloaded, so I'm willing to give it another shot. Um, cause yeah, it, it looks it looks fun. I just found the chaos of it to be a little bit too much, but I will give it a shot because of you guys. All right, I'm gonna move on. I got to talk about a game that I've wanted to talk about with people for a long time. Um, I just reviewed it. It is a game that is one thousand percent up Will's alley. So I'm going to sell him on Anno Mutationum. 
<gasps> Anno Mutationum is an action RPG developed by Thinking Stars, and it's available now for the PlayStation and PC. This is a game. I'm, I'm going to be brief with it because anybody can go and watch my review. Uh, so I'm going to be brief, but I'm going to get to the core of what this game is all about. And a, a while back, there was this real push for 8-bit pixel retro inspired games like Shovel Knight, right? Everybody was playing all these platformers. It was the indie scene was everything is going back to the pixel side scrolling platformers of old. This game is that concept, but it's a modern game paying homage to the 32-bit era. Animutationum is an action RPG game that feels like it was ripped out of the PlayStation 1 catalog and put a, a, a new coat of paint in the sense that like it's got really great environmental effects and lighting and shading and stuff, but it's all super gorgeous pixel art. And it's all like cyber neo-Tokyo, neon lights, purple skies, rain-soaked streets, and you're running around with uh, cybernetically augmented people and robots and mutants and stuff. And the whole game is baked into this really heady anime concept with religious overtones and complete bullshit nonsense plot mechanics that from beginning to end don't make a fucking lick of sense, but intentionally. And Will knows what I'm talking about. If you I go do. back and I know. play games exactly like Xeno Gears or you know any of those like mid '90s Square games, where it's like, "Hey, let's get a bunch of ragtag, cybernetically augmented folks to go kill God." Why? Because this dude had amnesia and he was bred in a lab, and then he was raised in this village to, and like none of it made any sense, but like in a charming way. This game is that times a thousand. Um, it plays really well. Where you, it, it's a single, it's a single player game. You don't have like a party, so it's not like an RPG like Final Fantasy style. It's an action game, but the RPG elements come in the way that you can level up your character and the really deep, um, <laughs> ridiculous story that is being told in this game. There's lots of side quests and plots where you're like solving murders or helping run cargo for a for an arms dealer so it's it's a big broad world with a lot of huge lore to it and a charming main character that you can optimize with long swords short swords dual-sided laser spears machine guns all sorts of shit and it's all packed in a game that just screams this is what you played when you were 13 and i fucking love it it is so good um nice i i if you like the the art style of like Mega Man legends where it's like very animated Adam, uh, anime, that's my favorite i know anime style pixelated characters with like like over exaggerated emotions and chibi like uh. emotes and stuff like that this game <laughs> is is that up the ass um yeah my but ass. it's it's so good. It's so good, but it's so like particular to that kind of person. You're like if you didn't enjoy that, and if you don't, if that doesn't resonate in your core, you're probably not going to enjoy this game. Don't but bother. To me, but to me, this was like I was just smiling the whole time. Uh, I love this game. It is so good. 
Um, it is a it is an indie game. I believe it's twenty five dollars uh, on the PlayStation Shop right now. I cannot recommend it enough to folks in that demographic. Like you will, your mind will pop, and uh, you will you will have an absolute fantastic time with this game. It's so good. It's saying here eleven to thirteen hours, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just something to sit down with. So you have beat it to completion or not yet? I've beat. I've finished the game. I have not done all the side quest stuff. Um, new, it's, new game plus, or you just get to finish the side quests I and that's think, it. I think. I think there is a new game plus. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. Um, but is it very chatty with the dialogue where it's like they go on and on with the story bit? Here's here's the interesting thing. With it with it being an indie game, it's kind of got a weird thing where like half of the game is voice acted. Mm. And then it'll transition into and it's always got like the speech bubbles as they're talking. But then there'll be scenes where there's no voice acting and you're just reading and it doesn't really seem to make sense why other than maybe they just ran out of budget for their VO. <laughs> so right. while there's a lot of there is a lot of cutscenes and a lot of dialogue to just kind of like inflate this preposterous storyline, there are also there are all sorts of like shadow organization characters. So like there'll be a cutscene of a whole bunch of people in the dark at a, like in a boardroom talking about. Oh, that's cool. And it's, I love it, that. It just it just so calls to mind that old '90s RPG trope of just like we're gonna show you like all this stuff that you're not gonna understand until over halfway through the game, and then when we explain it to you, you're still not really gonna understand it. But like it'll click a little bit. This game just it it just taps into that vein of what games were like in that timeline and i think a lot of people would be turned off by the storytelling because it in the end doesn't provide a lot of satisfaction in in making everything super clear but i really feel like it was intentional because that's what games were like back then uh so it does it like in a charming way it doesn't it doesn't detract if you go into it um, with that mindset of like, I'm going to understand at the core of what's going on here, but I might not learn about all the motives of these B and C tier characters. They're just, they're just never going to get there. Um, so th that could be frustrating for a person who didn't play games in that, in that time period. But for folks like me, like I knew exactly what they were trying to do with this game. It is such a love letter to the 32 bit era. Yeah. Like, um, so, you know, I, I watched, I watched your review. Of course I did, but it it does it strikes me very much as one of those games i go to this like i i went to the store with my grandma and she said you can get a game and i don't have <laughs> access to magazines or anything i'm looking at the playstation case that looks like an action rpg it has an anime character on the cover that's the one i want i want that one and then i take it home and i absolutely adore it so it is absolutely on my list it is Sweet. it is a diamond in the rough. It is not a game that you're going to hear about a lot, but for folks like you, Will, you're going to eat this. <laughs> you're going to eat this shit up like candy. I guarantee it. You hear that, PD? We both got to play this game. I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we have two more games to talk about. We're going to try to speed run through these because we're running a little late. Antonio has a Diablo game. Antonio, you still want to talk about this Diablo game? Diablo is an action RPG developed by Blizzard and available now for mobile and PC. Yeah, so, you know, Blizzard, uh, Activision Blizzard, I can't believe and, you've done this. 
all these <laughs> companies that are like just toilet full like the, the at, toilet at least companies the yeah so you know they just made another like shit move with um what's his name now i'm blanking on bobby? the scumbag what? yeah so they didn't kick bobby kotek out instead they like re um re-upped him for the uh, board this is um, the yeah, opposite also, you know, of speed running so this <laughs> let's go into the backstory of the company <laughs> That matters right. to me usually. I mean, I, I've I've had a hard time, but I did download Diablo Immortal, the new. Um, it, it's on PC and mobile. Can't believe you've done and this. And it's, I'm gonna give it that it is a good mobile game, and it plays well on PC. And I like Diablo, and there are those like uh, mechanics that kind of keep you looting, and it has that Diablo um, feel to it. It's like a Diablo 2 2.0 like you know uprezzed in a lot of ways it's a good game and everybody who says it's trash mechanically you know it has some issues um some glaring ones too but it's good uh playable definitely and <laughs> I share I, I share in the hate of like the monetization behind it Come on Antonio they have, turn like, this game from you, shit to sugar you can play and not spend any money and it's fine until you reach like you know very active uh, uh, there it is it's there's that word it's true you need to grind you need to spend you know money to get anything like sig significant you know cosmetic stuff and things like that i uh i played it i thought it was better than people give i think we just have a problem with like judging what it is you know, based on like everything behind it. Um, Hard not to. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Decent. I, I, I invested like a couple hours into it and had a great time while I played. Man, like, That's all I have to say about it. If even half of what I've heard about the monetization is true, it's not worth my time. See, let's be, let's be fair. It's shit. Um, let's also <laughs> be fair. Let's stop shitting over the headlines and what people say. Um, they wouldn't be wrong in this case though. The monetization and all the sneak, I don't want to call it sneaky beat. All all the the ways that we know that you can quote unquote manipulate people into spending money. You know, it's just like this is how you get people to do it. You give them um, make it a dollar. You know that they do that. Like make it incremental. You know, have it sneak up on you. Have it seem like it's not that much money. Like make it easy to buy. Like all sorts of things. Um, they do. They do it all. They they've invested the best uh money making schemes in the game all throughout it there are a million ways to spend money um and yeah they just try to make as much cash as they can some people are doing it in like a funny way where it's like oh i'm streaming this game and this is a shit game but i'm gonna spend 25k and you know for clicks and that's what's happening and they're making mad money mad bank and then uh you know it's our own fault it's whales you know it's people who have the money to spend and they will drop hundreds of dollars on a game like this just because they have it in you know in their dad's bank account or whatever the f it is um so yeah you can say fuck it's not a, there's a, it's there's not a, a language good, warning before we start it's not a good trend okay it's not a good trend what this is um but to be a little bit fair it's it, it it's fun while you play honestly it really is i feel like, like you've really just like, tried to sell me on an actual turd <laughs> an actual turd I, 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 I on a don't paper think... plate but you're like no but 
But if, there's Doritos the last... in here, bro. There's Doritos in here. It is fun while it lasts. Once you get then... past the corn, it's actually not that bad. <laughs> but then, like, on the way out, the Doritos are going to cut up your butthole. You are going to bleed out your O-ring. Everybody says the same thing. It's the gameplay. That's what I care about, the gameplay. And the gameplay isn't bad. And if we can just be fair about it, the game is, in itself, without the monetization, good parts to it. So... You know, it's that's just a fact. But I understand the wanting to boycott it, not play it, and shit on it because it makes us feel better to say that the quality is dog shit when it looks good, the skills are fun, the loot is, is you know, engaging as far as, you know, it's Diablo. I mean, there's a gotcha mechanically built in in the, in the loot. Um, but it's it is what it is. You guys hear that? What is what? that? Did you hear that? I did hear that. It's like a fucking airship. <laughs> what the hell was what that? that? I have no idea. My air conditioner just kicked on. Oh, that was amazing. Oh, okay, you scared the hell Your out of me. I thought it was a Mab- spaceship. I thought, Ma- Look, I thought Mabel di- died and then she started to haunt us immediately. <laughs> I, 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 I live in the South and it's July. This is non-negotiable. It stays I, like I, I, no, I just thought fun. that was the perfect segue to start talking about Star Wars because that sounded like okay. a goddamn Star Destroyer. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is an action-adventure game developed by Respawn Entertainment and available now for the PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Will, tell me about lightsabers. You and I actually, strangely enough, both played this game at the, like, the exact same time. At like, the exact same time, yeah. Didn't, oddly enough, didn't I was... coordinate this in any sort of way. No. This game's like, what, three years old? Something Jedi, like that. Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, uh, it's been sitting in my backlog. Um, and we're kind of in this doldrum period in new releases. So like, I'm just playing through my backlog and mm-hmm. I had a friend who was like, oh, you should play Jedi Fallen Order and like part of the announcements for the sequel and just seeing a whole lot of some Star Wars stuff kick up around, you know, some of the shows and whatnot. And I decided I'm, 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 I'm ready to love Star Wars again. It's um, time. I'm ready to love mm-hmm. Star Wars again. Uh, I don't think we can talk about what made me fall out of love with Star Wars without me fighting with Adam, but, um, that's another story. Uh, here, here's my here's my thing with Star Wars. I am like, I enjoy Star Wars, mm-hmm. and I don't get worked up like one way or the other about any of it. Like I I know people like you got these guys who think, uh, is it Rise of Rise? Oh of yeah, the no, Jedi? it's 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 Rise of Skywalker. Rise yeah. of Skywalker, and the one before that was. Last Jedi. Last Jedi, okay. So some people, like, hate Last Jedi, love Rise of Skywalker. Some people hate Rise of Skywalker, love Last Jedi. I'm like, they're both movies about lasers and robots in space. I have a good time either way. I ha- I thought they were all good. I don't know. I don't I don't really... Uh, I don't. Can I do the shut the fuck up thing? Where is it? You want a hot take? <laughs> is... No, no he wants podcast to, time he out. He wants to time out you. Podcast time out! <laughs> I'm on all right, so... Who's Here's the thing. Who's on timeout? I'm on timeout. Adam, Adam's on. You're talking. Adam's on time. So, well, you didn't say Star Wars. I'm timing out, Adam. Okay. Shut up. All right. This guy. If you don't want me to talk either, then you should have done a hot take instead. You're good. This guy, though. Okay. So, you know, when we talk about the Turtles game, we talk about like a beloved IP Uh and really doing it justice. Uh Star Wars is just huge. It's it's beyond 
you know, it's one of the biggest things in, in all of media, right? And it's brought a lot of people joy. I just wanted them to handle it with like so a little bit of reverence and just do it justice where it shouldn't have released unless it was going to be one of those like con everyone has a consensus that it was going to be, you know, amazing. Not, I mean, we're all going to disagree about, you know, plot um, points like, oh, I wish this would have happened. But it went to another territory where it just felt like sloppy writing. And like, I'll give you just one example and put it to bed. There was um, a whole race of, of evil Sith people just living in a ship under, I guess, a planet. And then they come up and you get like a wide shot of them. And this is the real enemy and the reveal like kind of right at the end. And it's like all these people were living underground and that in a ship or whatever. And this is the stupidest shit that you've ever seen in your life and nothing about what star wars is there are talking you're talking about a franchise right? that one of the core plot points is that there's an entire legit galactic sized army sitting out of in like the rec room of a planet where it rains all the time and your problem with rise of skywalker is where did the emperor get all the people to man his new fleet hot take button adam uh, hot take me oh this is <laughs> I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to Defend do this. It, you drove Defend me to it. this. You drove me Defend to this. Defend it. All right, here we go. We're going to end it. Rise of Skywalker is what drove me off Star Wars, and it wasn't the Emperor's secret new army of Star Destroyers. No, what drove me off of it was that it's just bad. It's written so fucking poorly. Like, they blow, like, I Ray accidentally blows up a spaceship. Everybody goes, oh, God, no, Chewie's dead. And then they immediately cut to a scene where Chewie is fine. He was in the other one. Why? And then they cut Why back. They do that? Shut up, I'm hot taking. <laughs> Why'd they do that, Will? Shut the fuck up. And then they cut to the ship and Chewie's fine. Then it cuts back to our heroes and they're like, oh, Chewie, no. I'm like, I know he's not dead. Get over it. And then at the end, the Ray, Ray and Kylo are in love and she dies. And then she, he saves her. And then he dies. My father laughed out loud in the theater, and that is the bravest thing he's done in a theater, because then other people started to laugh also, because of how laughably written that that whole fucking sequence was. There was no story from plot point A to point C. There wasn't, and that's the problem. I don't care. I don't care. I pretend that movie doesn't happen. I, You know, The Last Jedi has pacing problems, but it's a fine movie. Rise of Skywalker has plot points that like just don't, that's not how you write a story. It's not even like, oh, there was a secret army. I'm knocking shit over on my desk now. And it's no, the, like it, no, the the problem is, is writing is written so bad. Whatever. Fallen order's good. Moving on. Megadads Live is powered by Megadads Plus, offering exclusive content, early access, and our membership rewards program. If you're enjoying the podcast so far and you want to help support this and everything we do here at Megadads, please go to patreon.com slash megadads. It only takes $1 a month to join the team, 
help support the show and get all sorts of cool exclusive perks. Our members for July 2022 are Spokes, Julie Vernetti, Emily Smith, Michael Christopher Kalinsky, Brent, John DeFrancesco, Mike Salvino, Estuardo Zenteno, The Snack Network, Brandon Wilson, Constantly Calibrating, Chris Berto, Ryan Enderlead, and Petey McD, and our Hondo P Club members who have a lifetime pledge exceeding $100 are Tony Hughes, Tim Alf, Andy Penzik, The Bafo Yucks Dudes, Jesse Waldack, The Nintendo Dads Podcast, Justin Masson, Dan Nagan, Johnny Casino, David Snyder, and Dave Soto. Thank you all for your continued support of Mega Dads. And if you would like to join the ranks of these fine Plus members, again, go to patreon.com slash megadads. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Mega Dads Live. Oh, I feel good. I feel good. I hear Will's space air conditioner going off. Antonio is loving life. He's, he's high on life right now. Um, he did what he wanted to do. He pissed me off. He, he did. Speaking of piss, really quick before we get to the headlines, I just took one. It was pretty good. Eight out of ten. I've 10. got I've got an incredible story for you guys. So yes. for the last last couple of months, we've been I we've been on like a, a podcast promo tour. We've all been on a lot of shows, right? Antonio's yeah. been on the Game Pass News. Will's been on the, uh, the Retro Logic. Okay, I've been on a few Retro Logics. We went on Nintendo Dads. I was on Snack Network. We were on DLC. I'm not going to say which of these shows, but one of these shows that I was on, I was incredibly intoxicated. Like, drunk <laughs> off my shit, right? You can probably figure it out if you went and listened to them all. It was a Nintendo Dads. I'm... I'm I'm not going to say which one it is because I want to be I want to be invited back eventually. So about an hour into this show, about an hour into this show, I was like, I have to piss like bad. Like I am about to piss my pants. And this show is only two thirds of the way through and we're and we're live. And I, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to just like abandon the show. What am I going to do? So I finished my drink in my giant tumbler, my giant stainless steel tumbler. Oh no. And I proceeded to fill that fucking tumbler. Oh my God. With pee live on the air as I am podcasting. I've never done anything like that before. I was. You're weighing out right now. I was completely out of <laughs> options. I was. It was either be rude and get up and and walk away, or you're gonna have to piss in this in this drinkware <laughs> on mic. So I was like, I, I, we're doing this, and and I I I listened back. It didn't pick up on the mic, so I'm in the oh clear for there. But I, I felt a, I felt a great sense of shame. That I was having a conversation with people that I respect about video games whilst pissing in my mug. What you did is illegal in Texas now, so. <laughs> and uh, then I had to bring that I had to bring that mug upstairs. It was all warm. <laughs> is that what Mabel's drinking out of? Is that what she was drinking out of your mug? It was it was just a very uncomfortable experience that 
I, I both feel I feel regret about, but I'm also kind of proud that I was able to pull it off and nobody knew, right? Like that's skill, isn't it? Uh, so, um, if I just say, excuse me for a moment, like that would have ruined everything you're saying. I I didn't want to be as a guest. Like it's different. It's different if it's your show, right? And you got multiple hosts, and like it's different. But when, but, but when you are a guest, when you've been invited to be a part of something and it's it's in motion, man, like you are you were on a train and I, I just I couldn't. Plus, I was, like I said, drunk off my ass trying to just keep it together. Like in my brain, I'm like, all all the things I'm saying are making no sense because I'm plastered right now and just trying to keep that under wraps. Um that that was a decision that I made. Keep it under wraps. You bragged about it. I well, um, did now. <laughs> you did at the time. Hated... You were like, "Yeah, look at my margarita. It totally gets eaten up by the green screen." I, I forget when exactly, but I had to emergency pee in a receptacle of some type, and the problem was, is I filled it over, like I didn't know my own strength, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, because in in your head you did that quick math. I'm like, sixteen ounces, <laughs> like, like. How- what do, what do I have in me, right? right. So I, my math was way and, off. And do you have the will, power, and, and the strength to stop if you pass that point of no return? Oh, no, God, no. Right. You could get an you, infection. Yeah. Your urethra could be damaged right. irreversibly. I don't know what people have been telling you about kegels, Antonio, but that doesn't happen. Let's do some news, folks. Because a lot of shit has happened since we've been gone. Summer Game Bang, I guess, is done, maybe? Who knows? The summer just goes on and on and on. Uh, But we had a lot (laughs) of showcases, and I just want to do... I'm not going to break down, like, what everything was, but I wanted to take your guys' temperature and just kind of talk about how we felt uh, everything... How how it all went. How each person, how each category performed. Uh, We had no first-party Nintendo Direct. We had no first party state of play and we had a seven hour xbox showcase uh that talked about anything and everything how do we feel it all shook out in the end if i'm not mistaken it came out recently that um playstation is uh holding something up their sleeve i i don't think it's confirmed so i'm gonna leave it well, uh, I was alone, I was thinking about PlayStation's that. PlayStation's gonna say something. Yeah, I, I was thinking about so, that last year. Their not, their not. their big one was in September, the one that had like oh. Spider Man Two and Wolverine was in September, and I went and That's looked. Late. I went and looked back at the the history of all the state of plays. The year before that, there was also a state of play in September. So I wonder if that's the new pattern. I don't know. Man, I don't. I don't think they can do that because the PSVR two is supposed to come out this year, and they got to open the pre-order oh, window on that. Is day. that still happening? Well, it's yeah, it's an it's it's happening, but they haven't said when. I have seen pictures of a unit. It literally. Yes. <gasps> I have too. I I what? they I. Someone <laughs> plan was twenty twenty two. I. If they want to get that thing out this year, they need to get. They need to get it out there so well, same people can same lose pre-orders to bots. Yeah, right. God, God of War, God of War, at the end of the day, is a fucking video game. It can just happen. Hardware, it's not hardware. <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't like, think I don't think VR happens this year. I think I nobody think... shadow drops hardware. Right. Sega did it once and it didn't work out. 
I think VR 2 happens next year. And I think that's fine because PlayStation has had a lot this year. And I don't think they're gonna lose anything, especially when you can't even find PS5s for the most part still. I think they're totally fine moving that into next year. Okay. Agree, disagree? I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I think I think they'd be okay. I That said, I still think all the signs still point to this year. Um, one of the presentations that they did have this year was a lot of VR stuff. Yeah. So I think into that look, you know, that looks good. That looks so good. It does. It does. It does look good. But I think if this thing wasn't happening this year, I don't think they would have done that. Okay. All right. How do we feel? How do we feel about Xbox? How'd they do? They're never gonna please everyone. Like you have um, great presentations with like something for everybody that are like kind of action packed. Like announcement, announcement, announcement. And then I, I literally see people saying, like, I wish they would let the devs talk more. Like, who likes that? But anyway, and then there are people who looked at, like, the deep dive, which they separated into a completely different day mm -hmm. and presentation. And they're like, why did I watch this? I'm like, I don't know. Why the fuck did you? Like, they said it was going to be an extended look at other, you know, going deep. Like, what did you think? Like, people, like, their expectations have zero basis in reality a lot of times and um i'm all for like wanting more right like i really hope this and then you know let's let's i hope they do you know less dev talk stuff like that but um i don't know if you believe you know just you know online rage culture it's just like never the right format and um I don't know. I really enjoyed everything. I think there's a lot on the horizon. Game Pass continues to be amazing and cloud gaming. And it's just amazing. I have too much to play. You know, we're not starving over here. And Persona 5 is uh, coming to Switch. And I think that's all Nintendo needs. Uh, they're done now. They can release nothing on the Switch ever again and they'll be good. But they are. They are. We have new Pokemon this year. Let's talk. Yeah, let's, but fuck let's, that. Let's... <laughs> Persona 5. Persona 5 on the Switch. Let's hold on. Hold on. We'll get to Nintendo. Will, did you watch any of the Xbox showcase? Um, no. Because every other, every year previous that, like, I've watched an Xbox presentation, they don't. Okay, there is. Antonio says there's no right way to do this. There is a right way to do this. And Nintendo has mm. done it at, like, every previous E3. It's a direct mm. that's tr that's launch it that's trailers launches, trailers base information, treehouse next day. That's the deep dives. I don't need a break in between announcements for games that may never come out or certainly aren't coming out this year, regardless of what they said, and then find out what Phil Spencer had for breakfast this morning. Like okay, so let me tell you this: a Nintendo Direct goes like this. Are you ready to see this game? And then they show oh, you game, and then they this game. And then they say, "Did you see what we just showed you?" Like it's this. Like let's not pretend it's perfect. I think but my, yes, I, I think do. My like favorite part of a Nintendo Direct is when they cut back to the guy and he's like, "How was that?" <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> the fuck? That's my favorite. How was that? <laughs> why are you? Why are you talking to me? You have a job. Just move on. Okay, okay. You're gonna be all. Why are you talking to me? I have a job. When Phil Spencer's like, you didn't this watch morning. it. I had some lovely toast. With you didn't even guy. watch it. 
and they didn't do that this time. I didn't need to watch it. You watch it. You're the Xbox guy. I don't have to sit through it. I don't have to sit through teasers for games that aren't coming out for like two years. At least you gave it a chance. I have, uh, (laughs) I have always thought, well, not always, but for the last several years, I have thought Xbox has had bar none the best presentation. I've really enjoyed them. This year, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's been a culmination of a lot of the things that I've enjoyed from the previous years just haven't materialized since then. But for some reason this year, it just, there was a couple of games that I thought were look really good. Like Redfall looks really good. Um, the Forza Horizon stuff looks really good. But man, I, I just felt numb for most of the rest of it and xbox usually goes out of their way to go first so they've got their own announcements and then they also give you a lot of first looks at third-party stuff that's coming everywhere they didn't go first this time because there's no order anymore it's chaos out here. yeah yeah there's (laughs) right exactly right it's chaos out here so that like, was funny. The things that <laughs> Xbox gets to do their bread and butter on is build their showcase on is their first party stuff. And that stuff has a nasty habit of not coming out until two years later and just being okay. Well, like I think about a lot of the games in previous years that I was really excited about, like um Summer Summerfall? Is it Summerfall? Summerland. Summerland I think looks great. That was nowhere at the showcase. Uh, there was that rare game, that Everwild, that they showed a couple of years back. Oh, Nobody's... they fucked up and showed that too early. Like, Nobody, they almost right. admitted it at the time, where yeah. they were like, this is super early, that they don't show it. Nobody don't do that in, again. It was in concept, yeah. and they actually went back yeah, and redid the concept. They shouldn't have they shown said, it. They're like, we're going to go a different way. And I'm like, you didn't show anything the first like, time. Then right. You shouldn't have even talked about it. Like, There's There's been a lot of that kind of thing where it's like, I don't mind if something is shown really early as long as it's shown again. Like, I'm fine with that. I'm fine seeing, like, updates. You know, obviously you want a game to come out sooner rather than later, but I can stay on board with the hype train if, like, okay, well, then it's at the next E3 as well. Here's where it is now. But a lot of the stuff that I've really loved from the past years has just kind of disappeared. Um, I thought the Kojima thing was odd. I think it's great that he's making a exclusive game for Xbox. I think that's amazing. But I thought the way that it was announced was just really weird. Um, they basically just had him come out and say, I'm making a game. And that was it. Um, which is a strange thing to do in a showcase. I don't know. I, I think there's a lot in there. And obviously the value is there. But I felt like it was just way too big. It was way too much that the pacing just could not sustain that length of a showcase. And then we go to Nintendo. And Nintendo... It was long for what it was. What's that? It was long for what it was. I mean, it could have been easily 15 minutes, 20 minutes shorter. Yeah. Minimum. Um, Nintendo had a third-party showcase, which just... Was that last week that it came out? Uh, Mm, Yes. And they've been very quiet about their first-party offerings that are coming at the back end. Nobody really knows what other than Splatoon is coming at the tail end of the year from Nintendo itself. Pokemon is in November. Pokemon. Is it? Pokemon is in November. No, Nintendo has some stuff coming out now. Um, Pokemon. Um, there was another one. Tell me about the Pokemon game, because I don't even know about the Pokemon game. There's another um, Pokemon you don't, game? You don't, you don't care about the Pokemon um, game. We oh, don't. that's the thing. No, Adam doesn't. I do. Will does. Um, so 
we don't know a ton about it just yet. We've seen a little bit of what they're going for, but we're definitely going to end up with a Pokemon Direct. Probably, yeah. We still need that first party Direct, and there's going to be a Pokemon Direct between here and November. But we did get a more in-depth look at it. We're going to have, it's going to have a lot more um, multiplayer options, like up to four players, like exploring the world at the same time. The world is more open. They're taking a lot of lessons from Legends Arceus. And it's going to be more open. You can, they've said, you can, you can go through the gyms in any order you want. So like, it is not going to be the same kind of directed kind of pathway that other games have had. Um, that's, that's really kind of all we know. We know what the three starters are. We know what the box legendaries are. They haven't really gotten into what the differences between Scarlet and Violet are just yet. Not all the way. Um, but we Did will RCS get come out this year. January. So they're, wow. they're dropping two games, two mainline Pokemon games in one year. Yes, mm. they are. Huh. And I that, I mean, I could weird. be wrong. I think Legends was very much a proof of concept for some larger ideas for Scarlet and Violet. And if that's the case, that's fantastic. Because Arceus was the most fun I've had with a Pokemon game in a long ass time. Just because it was doing some different shit. Um, yeah. It ugly as sin. Ugly as Oh yeah. That game. <laughs> game was but ugly. But like I have several like anyone who was in my house while I played that game can vouch for it. I grinned like a fucking idiot the entire time. Huh. Because it was so much fun. If we can integrate some of those new revolutionary ideas into a more conventional Pokemon game, it's probably game of the year for me. <laughs> if they wow. could stick this execution. They've all, like, already the more open approach in being able to do the gyms in any order you want. That is a that's a huge fucking deal. Nintendo in twenty twenty two has Xenoblade Chronicles three, uh, which they just did a deeper dive on. Yeah, like uh, on is its that own. considered a Nintendo first party? That, that is that is, is first it? party. Yeah. Wow. Exclusive. Uh, Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope and Splatoon. I see Mario Rabbit's is a third party. I guess they are set up for the holidays then, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, if they're they're putting out a Pokemon game this year, what else do they like? Anything else is competing with themselves at that point. Because I'm not even not even talking about the quality of that game. It's going to sell like absolutely fucking crazy. It is. And then He's Splatoon right. has like a solid two month lead on it. And yeah, it's fine. They're they're kitted out. I'm sure there'll be one or two more things, but they're kitted out better than the other two camps right now. Right. Their their third party stuff at that direct was actually pretty good too, honestly. I, I, no, it was great. I'm, I liked it. A I'm, lot. I'm the strange ass who is excited to play a Pac-Man remaster, a Pac-Man platformer remaster. Oh, dude, me too. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, let's go. That is weird. Um, I thought that Harvest Stella. Is it Harvest Stella from Harvest Square? Harvest Stella from Square. Yeah. That looked good. That looked good. It did look good. There um, were like a weird number of farming games in that. <laughs> yeah. There were like three or four. Disney's got one. Square's got one. Uh. Doraemon Story of Seasons sequel, which who the fuck is that for? <laughs> and, and... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I get shit. it, I get it. Like, but like, this would have made a lot more sense if this was happening like within two or three years of Stardew Valley being a smash. Yeah, but, like this, this feels like too many things trying to compete at one time. These life sims that are like more than you know, they they have a the 3D feel. Um, 
instead of like a stardew valley there are just a lot of those the the like oh you have a town like build your thing farm the i don't i don't like the games necessarily but um there are a lot of options a lot of options all right antonio let's get to your story what do you got here Okay, so Starfield was revealed, gameplay, um, arguably a very, you know, hype game. A lot of people waiting for that next Bethesda RPG. People pretending I, they've made a good game since Skyrim. He's not entirely wrong. <laughs> uh, I, so I have, I have four points. Uh, we know that the main quest is going to take about 20% longer than their other games. Like, so mainlining it, you can finish it in like 30, 40 hours you know really focused play uh, a thousand planets are going to be available for exploration they're using they're using procedural generation I heard this story. i've heard this story before it doesn't go well yeah and he they were pretty upfront about a lot of parent planets will be you know kind of more barren They'll and be just fucking nothing so some, why have them yeah something to find there this where you can um you can apparently create bases on those planets um, and, like, you know, do some resource resource farming. And then it has more handcrafted content than any other Bethesda game, despite that procedural generation. Those are, like, the highlights. The game looks um, pretty good graphics-wise. I did a deep dive um, giving our impressions um, with a friend of mine, so you can find it on megadads.org and... I spent a lot of time going through the gameplay reveal video frame by frame. And in there are actually a lot of hints of things I was worried about, like adding variety to the combat. Will there be enough locations that are interesting? Obviously, it's problematic. I, I think that this game is, and there was some like behind the scenes talk of rumors of it being too ambitious. I think that this is a classic case of overhype so far. And I don't see, they call it, this will be Skyrim in space. It doesn't make any sense to claim that you can pull that off because Skyrim's yeah. like one land bound they, they shouldn't have said it. They shouldn't have said it at all because like I've seen the gameplay, it's Fallout in space. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm going to take a second here and... Nice. Uh, I think this game is going to be a fucking train wreck. <laughs> I think I think this game is going to be a bigger dumpster fire than Fallout seventy six. Um, Lies. I I love Skyrim. I think a lot of people love Skyrim. I hated Fallout four. I don't know if anybody. I don't know what the general consensus is on that game or not. But watching Starfield and seeing that it's more Fallout 4 plus No Man's Sky plus the... Which I love that game, by the way. Plus, like, the jank and typical just, like, brokenness that Bethesda is notorious for. I think this game is just going to be an absolute flame. One of the shittiest takes I've seen was people saying because you can't fly your spaceship from ground or the planet level to space like that leg of the trip they consider it like separate the load separate screen basically load, it's a load screen yeah, yeah exactly so you won't be able to do that 
And people gave them a pass saying, well, that's not what Bethesda games are. And I said, are they not trying to make Skyrim in space? Like, like a thousand procedurally not- generated planets. That's no man's sky as fuck. Yeah. And we're not right. going to do that. I mean, why? Why give them that pass when it's like we're going to make planets? We got a starship, but you can't go down to it. Like that's what a space. That's what gives space. <laughs> that's what games. spaceships do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what gives them the sense of scale. Like wow, I can fly down there. And for it to be a cutscene, just that alone, whether you realize it or not, was huge for No Man's Sky. I mean, Imagine even if fucking the, Jedi no- Fallen Order has you lift off from the surface of the planet and seamlessly transition into space. <laughs> how how shitty would No Man's Sky be without being able to fly? Right. And each planet was just a load screen was, to the. Planet. That was like the one thing the game could do at launch. Right. That was and like was one fantastic. thing they delivered on was that you could fly from the planet into space and back. And that was the coolest thing about it. And the load screen was when you jumped from system to system. So to take that away and say, well, they're not really going for that. I'm like, bullshit, um, you're not. (laughs) Well, I figured, and maybe, you know, the design decision to not do it adds, I don't know how else to describe it. It's, It's a shitty way to do a space game. And I'm not going to just hold them to that. I've seen a lot of troubling things in my frame by frame and in the quotes. It just seems like Todd Howard is a lying sack of shit. <laughs> I mean, Todd Howard has been a lying sack of shit for a long time. So uh, like Fallout 76 was, just works and it was broken as fuck and he knew it. What was your level of excitement about this game before and then after this reveal? I was more skeptical before, honestly. Um, I saw a lot of good stuff, um, again, in the frame by frame. Again, it's a mixed bag is my long story short of it. And I know that, you know, the if you're one of those people who like Skyrim, I just do not see a possibility for it to deliver that same sense of, oh, I stumbled upon this because the space has a lot of space. You know, there's there's nothing the in between. The flight stuff looks super period. fucking boring too. It's just so yeah. like. I mean, so far, yes. I I played Corvus, which is like a uh, you are the spaceship like game, mm-hmm. and there's so much fun and detail in there, even in the opening <laughs> levels of, of like how things look, and and you actually do stumble upon a quest, and I was super surprised because you're flying in the spaceship and there's all this cool star shit happening, and someone starts talking to you. And they're like, can you help me? And they're like, yeah. And then this big thing, which I thought was a asteroid, is a ship. And the ship starts moving. And then you follow it. And I was like, holy shit, that's cool. I just stumbled upon a quest and an NPC in space. And the way it was handled was amazing. I hope that Starfield, that that's their um, way of filling the world. If not, there's a lot of empty space. I, 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 I don't some, know how they fill it. I have some thoughts. But, and I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go ahead and be upfront with my my biases coming in. I am not a fan of Bethesda in its modern format. I have been saying that from day one. As soon as Microsoft purchased them, I was like, they are you. Are, they are not buying the studio that you think they're buying. They're mm. not. This is not the same studio that put out Skyrim. Mm. Legally, it is. But I've played. I've played Bethesda games since then. I am probably not going to be kind to this game based on this some of this information 
and it seems like wholeheartedly the wrong approach. Mm -hmm. If they want to do that, like it seems like the the thousand procedurally generated planets. Why? Why do that? Especially you're not going to do from space to planet from planet to space. If the space flight looks dull as shit, why have it? Why have it? You could they could they can do an RPG in this setting and make it work. But they cannot have all this other stuff hang off the side like this and have it be good because it's going to affect the rest of it. Like, do right. like a Star Wars game. Like, do it where you have to pick your system, you pick your planet or something, you whatever term they use for warp travel, and then you're there, and then you land, and then you deal with whatever is in front of you. Like, if they're not going to make interesting content, then it shouldn't be here at all. Boring content is worse than less content, especially on the scale of a thousand randomly generated planets. <laughs> no yeah. Man's Sky I mean, is impressive as fuck. I can't play it for more than two hours because at some point it's like, well, I'm done going back and forth from space and blowing up asteroids. And then resource collection? In Fall Fallout 3 and Skyrim, some of their best uh, games, literally Fallout is a wasteland, but the actual content of the map couldn't be anything further. It's like, but there's stuff in it. Yeah, a lot of stuff. And if you look at the map after you've discovered everything, every so often there's this amazing landmark. Can you do that in space when the map looks the way it does? Um, I, you know, I'm not sure, but there's no like, on the planets there can be but within the system can you walk a few meters and then find something amazing and stumble upon can you do that with the ship and you're getting in and you're loading in like is that possible if they pull it off you know great but i don't see it as being even possible this is going to be another one of those games and I again, I this is my bias just talking. Uh, you'll get to know them as we podcast together more and more. It's gonna be another one of those Microsoft games. It's gonna be hyped, it's gonna come out, it is gonna be okay at best. And maybe they fix it later. All right, let's move on. That's all that was a big conversation. Will has a <laughs> Will has a final say here in the headlines section about yeah, we already touched it a little bit, so I guess I, I can I can improvise because I was just gonna say, like, what's with all the fucking farming games? <laughs> what's with all the fucking farming games? Why are we doing all the farming games right now? Like, it feels like a weird a weird place because like these games didn't take that long after like the Stardew popularity explosion. So whatever. I <laughs> I guess so. It's farming season. Um. So I guess I'll just pick something else to talk about. Why won't Square just give me Ever Crisis on a console? That's what I want. I, I fully believe it will come to console, and I have I have precedent for that. You know? Because uh, you can get Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition on consoles now. Right, right. right. And that was the cell phone version. Because that, that's the remake I want. That, I, <laughs> everything I, about that video tickles me in just the right way. I was expecting... <laughs> I was expecting that with like the to, to come to switch or something like that but also like where the fuck are the console pixel remasters so uh, like yep. there's weird uh, walled gardens going on with the final fantasy series in general at um, least the pixel remasters are on pc <laughs> oh this isn't even going to be on pc 
I don't, I don't know. Is it? Oh. I, I was just saying, like, at least my current understanding of Ever Crisis was that it was a mobile thing. I will look up and see if I am mistaken. I will own it if I am. Yeah, I mean, I would carry on. I, I'm very curious to see how that game shakes out because that's supposed to be all of the Final Fantasy VII content. Like even Dirge of Cerberus is mm -mm. supposed to be in there, right? Yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah, it looks like anything and everything. And right now it is just phones. Just phones. Not playing that. <laughs> I will not be playing that. But yeah, it looks cool. But I am playing it, it on my phone. Really fucking cool. Yeah. Like it's like okay, they're doing something different with remake, which I am all on board for. Mm -hmm. We're taking some liberties and we're telling a different kind of meta narrative. I'm fucking here for that. But if we're going to do a more honest-to-God remake, hey, yes, I will still play it. Will I put it on my phone and bitch the whole time? Absolutely. <laughs> but just put it, put it. It looks so good in the video. Just put it. It looks better than fucking Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition, and you put that on consoles. Right. Just, I, I, I so hope that they will. Because that, if we're going to play with meta-narrative, with remake proper remake rebirth all that then ever crisis is the faithful remake that i've wanted and man it is exactly that it is screens i recognize from the original game it is upgraded character models running around on those maps it is battle scenes that look like they're out of remake and rebirth and shit antonio do you have any interest in final fantasy 7 yeah, and they won't bring me my shit to Xbox. Like, I want 7 Remake. I guess I'm going to have to break and play it on PC. Um, I love all this shit. Yeah. Final Fantasy is my jam. Um, you know, 16 looks great. Um, I don't know. I want more. I would love 7 Remake already on Xbox, but I'm going to just start playing the shit on PC. I mean, fuck Honestly. it. I've waited, I've waited long enough. Yeah, Do it. Good stuff. All right, we're going to take another break, but before we do that... We are going to buzz in our producer pop, and today we are joined by our good friend Brendan Myers. Let's bring him up in the elevator here, and let's welcome Brendan. Hello, Mega Dads. This is Brendan, also known as the Winter Gamer on Twitter. You may be wondering where I was, where I've been, but I am here to let you know that I have. Myself have become a father. Uh, the cute little bastard came ten weeks early, so yeah, I spent a lot of time in the NICU, almost fifty days. But one thing I gotta say is I'm glad that we live in this era where we have phones, where we can watch games or play games. We can watch movies and TVs, and we can even communicate with people that we've never met. So I have to say that. Very glad that we live in the time of technology that we have. Not, definitely not in the time of where we have people running the country, because God knows that is a complete mess. But further on, I'd like to say that fatherhood is definitely a challenging thing in order to try to keep up with the things that you're used to doing. My recommendation is. Set yourself up with a gamer station. Don't try to be sitting on the couch and try to play your game because you're going to end up just getting comfy and falling asleep. Get a gaming station where you have to be sitting up in a computer chair, 
be properly uh, sitting up because then that means that you're going to be engaging with what you're playing and all that. And then also, when you're at a station, you can also have some snacks if you need to. Highly recommend snacking on things that you can use spoon or fork with. Hence, fruit or cereals, it all works out well because then you get to kill two birds with one stone because God knows whenever, when the baby's awake you do not you may not have the opportunity to eat because you may be holding the baby especially when mom has the baby the whole day so I hope everybody's 4th of July goes well and remember to be better with people even if they don't fucking deserve it Thank you, Brendan, for joining us and the producer pop-in. We are at the tail end of the show. It is time for the caboose. This is the part of the show where we each bring a recommendation for something outside of the world of video games to recommend to you, something we think you might be enjoying. We're going with Antonio first. Antonio, what do you got? Prehistoric Planet on Apple TV Plus is fantastic. It's uh, Sir David... Attenborough, you know, today you see a dinosaur in its natural habitat. So he does the narration and it's it's such well done CGI. It doesn't look like CGI. And they put um, all this, you know, knowledge they have gained about dinosaurs and and the fossil record and all sorts of things. And they make it where it looks like it's a um a documentary that you would watch now on just like you know like an elephant or something and in the wild they'll have a dinosaur and it looks just like they would they follow it tell little stories about their behavior a lot of it's a stretch like i can't watch it without being like how do they know that but they tell you at the end be like all of our you know um all of our knowledge um here's how we wrote this um and i haven't followed up yet to but it it just makes it look um, it adds a realism to it. They do some amazing stuff. And my wife all the time is like asking me, let's watch another one. Let's watch another one. And it is just jaw dropping, jaw dropping and, and, and amazing and so entertaining. And, uh, it's kind of graphic. There's a lot of like, you know, where the animals eat the other animals type shit. I tried turning it on for my daughter and she loves dinosaurs. Dinosaurs! Oh, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> and then just like it, I was like, I am so sorry. And so there's like there's a lot of like uh, a level of graphic stuff to it. So don't turn it on for the kids without watching uh, uh, some of it. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but it's fantastic. Prehistoric planet it on Apple Plus. You said? Yeah, Apple TV Plus. Yeah, and there if you have an iDevice, Apple device, they'll do a. A free trial here and there so look for a code or something and just give it a, a chance but apple tv actually has uh some decent stuff they do on. yeah i think i had a free Lasso's trial in there a little while ago and they had some pretty good stuff there yeah. ted lasso is a popular one there's other stuff but yeah check it out all right will you're up what's in your caboose i think you should buy an ice cream maker and i can tell you why you have one yeah tell dude me. of course i fucking do yeah, ice oh cream God. is like my one of my absolute favorite th things on this planet. You should mm. buy an ice cream maker because the level of buck wild that you can get when you are in control of what flavors you consume is absolutely phenomenal. You can get a you can get a good base going, and then you can just put whatever the fuck you want in it. 
today, later today, I'm going to make an ice cream out of frosted animal crackers, and it is going to blow my fucking mind. And yeah, oh, I saw him for, yeah, you can do whatever you want, man. You can do whatever you want with an ice cream maker. Can you not have dairy? Can you not have lactose? Oh, you should buy one anyway, because you can still do it. You can just make some with non-dairy alternatives. I've done that too. My son can't have dairy. We've made coconut pineapple ice cream with like coconut milk and like chunks of frozen pineapple. It was fucking incredible. You should do it. It's summer. It's hot. Ice cream is cold and wonderful. Get an ice cream maker. Can you you fuck it up? Can you get sick or something? Like if you put the, I mean, you put think, the wrong stuff if, in. If you if you went out of your way to, I suppose you could. <laughs> like if you're gonna, if you're gonna milk? make like sushi ice cream, then yeah, pretend you fuck I, it up. Pretend, huh? pretend I know nothing okay. about ice cream. How is it milk? Like, do you just put milk in and that's the thing? Or okay, so if you want to get real, like there are recipes that you can follow and stuff, and there is milk in it. But if you want to get like real properly buck wild, you got to find a recipe for a base. I can help you. Hit me up on Twitter at Wondrous Will. I'll help you. I'll bring you. I'll be your Sherpa on your ice cream journey. I am always <laughs> willing to help people experience things that I love. I will help you. You just have to let me know what you want me to help you with. Anyway, you get a base going and there is a little bit of heating up and cooking in that process. But like you don't just leave it out like it gets frozen. So, you, you know, you're not gonna get sick unless you like use spoiled milk from the beginning i suppose would make you sick um it's it's not gonna be it's not like you're preparing a puffer fish you're not gonna fuck up one step and the family is dead it, that's right. not gonna happen there's a safety net <laughs> that would be a tragic end <laughs> i would i would Damn recommend that. an ice cream maker with a lot more caveats if it was make one st- make one mistake and, yeah. and and you killed the family. Wipe the warning but, uh, label on there. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm gonna do this, Will. You should. That's do a that. great. That's a great summertime recommendation. I haven't had ice cream in a long time. Okay, the unofficially. And, Will, this is a segment on the show. I don't care what Adam says now. It's the flavor of the month, and you're gonna tell us what you've made lately. Shit, All right, cool. yeah, I'm gonna go make. I'm gonna go make the Fine. fucking frosted animal crackers today. It's gonna be called Big Willie's Flavor of the Month. All right, go. Oh, go now. No, no, go ahead. I haven't made it yet. I want to. Up to this point, I've been di- I've been diving into like this this new ice cream store in town that does like handmade, like fucking artisanal ice cream, and they're fucking incredible. You need to you need to film this process and put it on the YouTube Ooh, channel. This my these animal crackers, like I want to see some it. of that shit. I want I, I want I want some uh, I want some results. All right, my recommendation for the caboose is lately I have been listening to a lot of jazz and funk music mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i've found myself getting really into bill withers i don't know if you guys know who bill withers is that's that's going back that's going back quite a bit uh he's uh known for such songs as lean on me or use me or let me be the one um you know Sounds bill self-centered you know bill withers even if you don't know that you know bill withers lovely day if you have kids and they've watched the secret life of pets that's the song at the end of that movie um just really I, i'm getting into listening to music that mellows me out uh it's been a very stressful um three four five years uh so i have been finding alternative ways to calm myself and mellow jazz and and Mellow funk music is is my new thing right now. So 
Go on your music streaming device of choice. Give Bill Withers a try. It's some feel-good shit that'll just it'll just get you level, get you nice and good and mellow. That is my recommendation today. That's it. That's the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Mega Dads Live. Remember, you are a member of Mega Dads Plus. The show is not over. Make sure you head over to your members exclusive podcast feed for your bonus content, which we call Mega Dads Live Plus, which includes an exceptional tirade from Will about the yeah. state of Star Wars. Uh, Sorry, I yell so much. It is it is exceptional so entertainment. If, if you were on this video call right now and watching Antonio's face as Will goes off about Star Wars, he is just, you are an evil dude. You just kept lighting that fuse and pushing him closer to that edge. And he's just like, he's not like overly basking in it, but you can see him grinning just like a, like he is, I love, he, he is going to go jerk off. <laughs> Star Wars, Star Wars rage is like, it definitely should be legal. It's your, it's, it's your pleasure. Bill Withers. Um, if you're not a member of Megadads plus, please head to patreon.com slash Megadads. Sign up for only $1 a month. To Give, get us a Give us a dollar. Give us a dollar. So that, Will can buy more ice cream flavors. That's going to do it for us this month for Will, for Antonio, and for our wives who are waiting for us to finish up. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next month on Mega Dads Live.